For the first time in four games, the Dallas Stars played in a matchup that did not go to overtime. And on today's episode, we'll talk about why this may have been one of the Stars' most complete wins of the season. Everyone got involved and everyone was doing their part in the 4-1 victory over the Minnesota Wild. We'll talk about why on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Thursday, February 9th. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel or follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to consume this show. I want to start off by everyone just collectively taking a deep breath. This is what it feels like to see the Stars not go to overtime and pick up a regulation win. A a big night at the American Airlines Center. The Dallas Stars seem to be taking down some of their demons this week. They they get a win past regulation on Monday against the Ducks. And then tonight, or rather Wednesday night, uh, they get a win on a nationally televised game on the TNT broadcast. And they'll be looking to take down another obstacle of theirs on Saturday with the Tampa Bay Lightning coming into town. That game starting at noon. Dallas has not necessarily been the best team in those weekend afternoon games. So maybe we'll get the three for three and the Dallas Stars can continue to get some of these monkeys off their back, if you will. But I want to start off today's episode by hearing from Dallas Stars head coach Pete DeBoer and rookie forward Wyatt Johnston and get some of their thoughts on the team's win. And then from Wyatt Johnston specifically, how he felt about his performance and what it's like playing alongside veterans like Jamie Benn and Joe Pavelski because Johnston was involved on the first goal of the game. A beautiful feed uh, to the Stars captain Jamie Benn for the first goal of the game and ended up being a pretty important one. Uh, And you'll hear why here in just a second from Coach Pete DeBoer. And then we'll hear from Stars rookie forward Wyatt Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, good win. I mean, I loved, they, they made it difficult. They're a big physical team that came in here and I think tried to impose, you know, that game on us. And, uh, I loved our response. I thought we, you know, didn't back down, you know, physically, uh, didn't take a step back. And, you know, I thought, uh, played exactly how you have to play against a team like that. Huge first goal. I mean, that, that game's, uh, you know, probably whoever scores the first goal usually wins games like that. And, you know, uh, Benner stepped up with, with a fantastic goal, a quick transition, a real speed play by that line. 
and uh, great finish by him. But not surprised in a game like this that that he uh, he has that type of impact. What have you seen from the Hawk and Pop Lindell pairing? They obviously yeah. had a big night tonight, but it seems like they've been that way, or at least consistent the whole year. They, they've been outstanding all year, and again, like like Jamie Ben, I mean, that's their type of game. You know, they they love the contact and they love the physicality of it, and you know that's right up the, both those guys' alley. So um, yeah, they they were warriors out there tonight. They were great. Yeah, I think it's a combination of a few things. Um, like obviously adjusting to the pace of the game is a big thing. Um, just kind of learning with that, kind of how much time you'll have in situations and also kind of finding where space is open on the ice. So I think just kind of adjusting to the game and then also kind of as time goes on, it's kind of slowed down a little bit for me, kind of just in my head and, and seeing plays have developed. Does the consistency with the line mates help as well? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, playing with the same kind of guys, you know, you get to kind of build that chemistry and you get to know, um, you know, what they like to do on the ice and where they're going to be. So, um, yeah, I think it definitely helps a lot with just kind of building chemistry and, um, you know, playing together as a line. Do you feel like you had that wraparound? I thought I did, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good save. But, um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, and all the guys, you know, the older veteran guys in this team have been really good to me and um, just trying to help me learn, help me improve. And uh, I think playing with, you know, Ben for a whole season now, I think that's really helped a lot, just kind of learn off of him. And, um, yeah, there's so many great guys in the room, so I just try to learn as much as I can from all of them. My apologies there with the, the Wyatt Johnston audio. It was a little noisy in the Stars locker room after the game initially, uh, and so a little bit of background noise, but hopefully you guys could pick up on everything Wyatt was saying. A big night for the Stars rookie, again, being involved on the first scoring play for the team. Just a beautiful feed, and I know he's kind of you know recognized as a goal scorer, and that's really what he does best, but I think his playmaking ability and his passing is something that has grown and, and been developed quite nicely this season with, with this being his NHL debut. And, and it just feels nice to see him play a big role in what is a pretty big win for this team. Two big points. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets haven't been in action since the All-Star break, but if you're Dallas, you you got to do you know what you can do. You can only control what you can control. Winnipeg is going to have a few games in hand here and other teams like Colorado in the same boat. But the Dallas Stars picking up two points in this game, not going to overtime and getting a little bit of momentum going in their favor and uh you know didn't get to put the whole pete DeBoer clip here but it would have been about five minutes but he touched on jake gottinger an incredible performance from him 38 saves kind of felt like a, a quiet night from him 38 saves just with everything else that was going on the explosive second period for pretty much the entire game four of the five goals from this matchup coming in the second period and three of them consecutively from the stars and Jake Ottinger just made several big saves, several key moments in the game. Uh, he's able to stop the puck from going in really, really nice stuff. And I think it's one of those things where we're, we're just accustomed to seeing Jake do this night in and night out, but he was nothing short of spectacular on Wednesday evening and a huge part uh, to why the stars got this win. And as we continue on with today's episode, we'll touch on some of the other reasons the stars got this win. Cause as I mentioned at the top, it was an all-around team effort. It seemed like just about everybody was getting involved in this game, and that's really you know how the Dallas Stars have won the majority of their contests this season is when everyone chips in, and I think that they matched Minnesota's energy well. Minnesota, we know what they bring. Physicality, they're going to hit heavy. I mean, there were tons of hits early on in this game. Uh, Wild had 24 hits recorded to the Stars, 14. 
And then, of course, we know Jamie Benn was getting under the Minnesota Wild player's skin as the game kind of continued to go on with guys like uh, Ryan Hartman, Ryan Reeves. No fights actually break out, but I think that played a huge factor in this game. So everyone kind of doing what they needed to do. And, of course, Jamie Benn gets his 20th goal of the season. I don't think he's had a 20-goal season since before the COVID-19 pandemic. I think he had 19 right before the shutdown, so he probably would have gotten to 20 goals, 20-plus goals that season. But, of course, that regular season did not really get to finish out the way that it was intended to be. So it's nice to see the captain continuing on this resurgence, this renaissance, if you will, uh, now that he is over 1,000 games into his career and really showing no signs of slowing down at this juncture in the season. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll dive into the other reasons the Stars won this game. And that is, of course, the depth scoring. We'll talk about and hear from Stars forward Roddick Foxa right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports both fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Continuing to talk about last night's big divisional win over the Minnesota Wild. We talked about Jamie Benn, Jake Ottinger, the all-around team effort, and that you know includes several different players who we don't necessarily always see scoring goals, and that includes Dallas Stars forward Roddick Foxa, who scored uh, the second goal in this game and almost had a second uh, in the game overall and almost put himself on hat-trick watch, uh, drew a penalty shot on a wide-open net opportunity in the third period. Unfortunately, he does not convert on said penalty shot, but Roddick Foxa, outside of just the goal, had a fantastic game on Wednesday evening. He's an incredibly underrated player. Uh, three shots on goal, two blocked shots, two takeaways, uh, 25% in the faceoff dot, not necessarily uh, the biggest number for him, but he's one of the better faceoff guys on the team and a huge reason why the Stars are a top three team in faceoff percentage. Uh, and this is a guy who just does a lot of things right for this team, doesn't always necessarily get the glory, doesn't always get the spotlight, uh, but he shows up, he works hard, and it's nice to see him get rewarded with his seventh goal of the season. Last year, Foxa only had five goals through uh, a little over 70 games in the campaign. And Roddick Fox is sitting now at seven goals on the season. We only saw him score five in just around 70 games last year. So his offensive production, which he's not necessarily known for right now in his career, seems to be you know, do, trending upwards. And I think that he'll very well reach 10 goals this season. And it'd be nice to see him maybe reach that 15-goal threshold. I know that's a, a lot to ask, and eight goals from now to the end of the season is a pretty high mark. But 
you never know. I think he could find himself somewhere in between 10 and 15 goals this season, which would be huge for this team. And maybe we'll see him chip in in the postseason a little bit. But let's go ahead now, take a minute and hear from the man himself, stars forward Roddick Foxa on his performance in the game and how it felt to get this win. Well, we knew it will be a tough game. You know, we have a tough stretch coming up. Those are tough games and uh, we are happy. We started really good after a break to wins. In two games, we have a long home stand, so we have to take advantage of it. How do you fit in with that line with Tyler and, uh, and Mason, just the way that you guys are kind of been gelling? Oh, you told me. <laughs> it looks good. Do you feel good? I mean, you're, yeah, you seem I, I, like you're getting more like, points. Yeah, well, it's obviously those guys are they have lots of offense, right? And uh, they're also talented. Uh, they have lots of talent. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, you know, but... Uh, I don't care about the points that much, like uh, for the team points. I'm happy we won both games and uh, we are climbing, like keeping the first place in the in the division. I think it's too early. It's, uh, he's saying that it's, it's too early to say I'm the piece, but uh, yeah, we're so far, I think we're playing really well, having lots of good shifts. Uh, uh, just sometimes play my game, you know, and uh, talk a lot. And uh, yeah, the, if you work hard, the game will take. There's been some talk here and there throughout the season about the potential of Roddick Foxa being a trade piece for the Stars at the trade deadline, a guy they could potentially look to move on from. And I get it. He's a guy that, you know, like we just touched on, doesn't necessarily always give you the biggest offensive production numbers. Uh, and his cap hit maybe maybe a little too expensive, $3.25 million a season through the 25-26 campaign. So I understand the, the murmurs and the rumors, but if you ask me, I think he's a guy that's worth holding on to at, at least through the rest of this season, and if not a little bit longer. I think while he's not the most productive scorer, uh, he I, he still has a ton to offer to this team. And the faceoff dot, when he's you know not in the penalty box, he's a very good penalty killer. He's a physical forward, and I think he's playing pretty well alongside Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchman as of right now. Maybe he gets moved a little bit depending on what the Stars do at the deadline. But I think that he's a nice fit for this team. And again, a very underrated player. I don't necessarily want to see him get traded. I think there's a few other guys on this roster that could fit that bill and could see themselves maybe being on a different team uh, in less than a month or so as the deadline is slowly but surely approaching. We're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about another depth player who scored a, a pretty big goal tonight. We'll talk and talk about and hear from Stars defenseman Yanni Hockenpah right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you've got to try a Built Bar. I know that we're a good ways into the new year now, and some people are still keeping up with their New Year's resolutions. And if you're one of those people and you've been looking to eat a little bit healthier this year, but you're running out of things to, to try and running out of things that taste good and are good for you, then you've got to try a Built Bar with Built Healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious, Built Bars, that you won't think that they're good for you, but they're actually the perfect supplement to your New Year's resolution. And I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while also maintaining amazing macros. And that's even better, is that they are healthy, they're good for you, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been telling you to order your Built Bars at Built.com, which you still can. But now you can go get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So head to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club today and walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, 
or coconut puffs. Don't wait much longer and go ahead and give Built Bar a try today. All right, we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, talking about Stars defenseman Yanni Hockenpah, who had uh, the third goal in this game on the rush. That's really kind of how the Stars scored uh, all their goals in this game, off the rush, very fast pace, and that's really what we've seen the Stars do all season long. They get into the zone quick, and, and on Wednesday night, they were able to generate that fast, quick-fire offense, and we saw it, it was interesting. Normally, you would see the, the roles reversed. Maybe a guy like Hockenpah, shooting from the top of the zone, and a guy like Rope Hintz gets his stick in the lane, deflects off the blade, and goes into the goal. But the roles were reversed a little bit on Wednesday night with Rope Hintz taking the shot and Hockenpah sticking out his blade and getting his fifth goal of the season. A guy who normally, if he's scoring goals, it's an empty net. But Yanni Hockenpah's goals, a lot of them have come against goalies in the net. And, I mean, definitely not the first guy you think of when you think offensive defenseman. But I think he's taken some nice steps in that direction. And now this is a new career high for him in goals. Hockenpah, only four goals last season in 80 games. He now has five to go along with his five assists on the season. And a plus 16 player is Yanni Hockenpah. I know sometimes he and Ryan Suter can be lumped together. And while, you know, nobody's perfect, no defenseman on this team is perfect or without mistakes, I've never fully understood those comparisons. I mean, I mean, he is a big guy, so he's not necessarily the fastest, so he's going to get beat on occasion. But I think Yanni Hockenpah definitely does more good uh, than negative on this team, and I think that was on full display on Wednesday evening against the Minnesota Wild. And just like Roddick Fox, nice to see him get rewarded uh, because, again, he's a big penalty killer, a big body who's not afraid to hit along the boards uh, and things of that nature. You heard Pete DeBoer touch on it a little bit earlier. He and Essa Lindell have been combined together a lot this season as a defensive pairing, and I think that they play really well alongside each other, and DeBoer touched on the fact that they they embrace the physicality. They embrace the fact that they might not you know, be the most talked-about players. They might not score a ton of goals or be in all the highlight reels, but they've accepted their role on the team and they do what they need to do night in and night out to help this team get wins. So let's go ahead and take a moment now and hear from Stars defenseman Yanni Hockenpah about last night's win and his performance and his chemistry with Essa Lindell. You know, I can't lie to you guys. That's not really the way I expect to score, but, you know, it was nice. Uh, it was nice it went in. I just feel, felt something touch the, my stick, and then... And then the guys were surrounding me celebrating, so that was a good feeling for sure. Do you feel different at all when you're skating like that? I mean, you got the tip in front. It looked like you had we were open on a back door, driving the net a couple times. Is, is that something you feel when you're skating up the ice a little bit more, or is that just kind of comes with the type of game? Uh, I think, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, get up the ice a little more this year. Just that something that the coaches really want is to be active and, uh, and uh, you know, be more involved in the, in the rush there. So just kind of get up there every time I see a little opening and then, you know, like today, sometimes you get a bounce. Uh, so just trying to help out uh, the forwards there too, you know, get up there and make some plays maybe. Of all the defensive pairings this season, you and Essa have been the most consistent in terms of being together. Does that, how, how does that pairing work for you guys? Well, I think it's working good. Uh, you know, I think we're keeping it pretty simple for us. You know, we, uh, trying to do the small things right every game. Uh, I think that's what's making us so successful this year, you know. And then just, you know, battle hard and, and uh, you know, trying to help each other as much as we can. I think the chemistry has been good all the year, but I think it's just getting better all the time, the more time we spend together. And it's been nice, you know, having him by my side almost the whole year. So 
you have time to you know talk things out and and sort things out because there's so many different situations that you face out there. So uh, it's really you know it's been really helpful for us to stay together for that long. How important is the depth scoring? I think this is a career high for you. And then as a team, you guys went from like 21st into the top 10 in the league right now in total scoring. Yeah, of course it's huge. You know, you need to have uh, all four lines uh, be able to produce. And I think we've been doing a good job of that this year. And especially the further we go through the year and, and when playoff time comes around, you know, you always need those depth guys to chip in offensively too. So uh, I think we're on a good track. Uh, on that. Yeah, Yanni Hockenpah said it really well. I mean, it's nice to see these guys playing this role at this point in the season because once the playoffs roll around, sometimes your, your top guys are going to get shut down. They're going to have an off night, and sometimes you're going to need those depth players to come up clutch and help get a win or at least keep you competitive in a game. So it's great to see guys like Foxa and Hockenpah getting involved in this matchup, and I imagine this will not be the last that we see of them offensively this season. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, we are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can also follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we'll be talking about some trade rumors surrounding the Dallas Stars, one in particular. Uh, it's something that started kind of back in the summer and then got shot down and died down pretty quick, but it's starting to resurface again, and that is Patrick Kane rumored to maybe go to Dallas before or at the trade deadline this season. So we'll be talking about that on tomorrow's episode and then, of course, looking ahead to Saturday's matchup with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But I hope you guys have a great Thursday. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.